Hi, I'm Beck Rayner and this is the Military Life Podcast, a podcast that celebrates, empowers, supports, informs and embraces the spouses beside the military members by building connections, acknowledging our strength, focusing on self-care and our mental health. Let's do this together. Want to join a bank that just gets Defence Life? Defence Bank is one of Australia's largest customer-owned banks. They have 33 on-base branches across Australia, an award-winning banking app that allows you to do all your banking wherever and whenever you want. And with products and services tailored for ADF members and Defence spouses, you'll wonder why you didn't join sooner. Visit defencebank.com.au today and see how easy your banking can be. Everyone's just there in a mutual place. It gives the mums a chance to, you know, go out for dinner. It gives those that don't have kids yet a chance to come out and hear us just de-stress about the kids. I think that's the biggest thing is just making sure that everyone's aware that it's it's your place. Yeah, definitely. And also a part of that is making sure that you know, spouses that have been part of defence life for two weeks or have been doing it for 20 plus years and, you know, have adult children or have fur babies or whatever situation they're coming from and whatever experiences they've had in the past, that no matter how long you've been a spouse and what you've been through and, and how much hard stuff you've been through and how many postings and all of that, that you've been through, that everyone is welcome and that everyone's experience is valid and that we're not comparing people's experiences. How important is it, Danny, that any spouse is made to feel as though they're welcome and that, and especially new spouses? I guess really it's about people understanding that everyone has a place for themselves to be themselves, to make a connection, regardless of whether you're Navy, Army, Air Force, Uh, Like you said, whether you have been a spouse for, you know, a few weeks, a few months, many, many years, um, it doesn't matter. We're all sharing the same sorts of experiences in the fact that our partners are serving members. So there's always going to be that common ground and making those connections and feeling like you have got someone who gets it (laughs) um, in your location can make all the difference sometimes. Um, I've had conversations with a serving member's spouse just recently. She is a new spouse and she's just been asking questions, you know, oh, how does this work? How does that work? And what do you think about this? And I've sort of said to her, I'm not the, the brains trust here. However, this is my experience. Um, maybe speak to such and such about their experience. So it's just, it's having that common ground. It's having that sort of sounding board. It's having someone to talk to. Um, and it's about being comfortable yeah like I said someone having someone that just gets it um, can make all the difference yeah and like you said you know you're not the uh, defense partner um, encyclopedia you don't have all the answers but what you do have is experience from what you've been through but then also connections with well I might not have the answer to that but have you contacted DMFS or have you contacted um, have did you know about open arms and all of those sorts of things because 
whether we've been a spouse for two weeks or 20 years, sometimes mm-hmm. we still don't know about any of those things because yep. we don't get given a handbook when we become exactly. a spouse. Exactly, exactly right, exactly right. So it is, you know, referring on to someone else or or another organisation or have, yeah, exactly like you said, have you heard about this organisation or um, been in contact with that organisation or that person, that person might be able to help you. Um, yeah, it, it, it's having that sounding board. Part of it as well is just knowing at least one other person who gets it in your location that you can potentially call on if and when you need. And it's not like, you know, you're going to be calling that person every day to do something for you or anything like that. It's just sometimes it's just the fact that you know someone and you or you can reach out to that person if you need to. That makes all the difference. And so I guess military life and the community connectors aren't there like we've discussed that they're not there to replace anyone or in competition with anyone. It's actually the the opposite. We want spouses to come along and be empowered and feel informed and encouraged and confident to find out about other supports or to find a friend to go along with them to other events at local defence community group or the community house or, you know, on base. If spouses come once and make a friend and don't come back then that's great if spouses come and make a friend and come back every time then that's also great if you come every three months then you know there's no commitment from from anyone but I guess it's also the fact that because the community connectors are all on the same page and we're all within the military life community and we all have the same sort of same take on things and we you know we include people the same way and we have that military life vibe it's that we also have that consistency around the country so for instance if someone's posting out from where Danny is and they're posting up to Ambly where Karen and so far that they can essentially be connected with those uh, connectors up there but they can also know that that consistency is going to be there if they go along to a military life community connector event up in another location that they're going to get that same connection it's good that we've got the program in lots of different locations so that we know that it's easy to connect no matter where you are to a degree as you said if they come once and make a friend that they then hang out with that's absolutely awesome for them so that going forward they've got that person in location that they can refer to as needed and as wanted and just have that other person. I think lots of the people that we've met like to come along to the events. So they've got that consistent social network and knowing each time that they're going to meet someone new as well, because you can never really have too many defense people on your team. So I like that we've got the ability to connect in lots of different locations and make those connections all over the country and that we know that there will be welcoming people ready to accept you no matter where. Yeah, definitely. And so if you're you're posting soon from the location you're into another location where there are community connectors. So, I mean, how does it feel knowing that you are going from a location and to a new location and, you know, that potentially that you could just go along to an event happening that month, you know, which could be a couple of months after you post and you're already building those networks and supports without having to sort of any put any sort of effort into it other than focus on all the things that you have to do to move and post into a location and, you know, taking your fur babies to a new location and all of that. Yeah, it's really good knowing that once I move, I will have that ability. Um, I mean, I'm posting to a location where I've already got a support network, but that support network isn't made up of any defence spouses. So 
as you said, it is different having defense friends. It's good to have both because different people get different parts of your life. Um, So it'll be good moving to a place where still I'll be able to connect with people again straight away who know what it's like. And so from October, the Community Connector Program will expand from having connectors in Queensland, New South Wales and Victoria to also having a Community Connector in WA, uh, two in South Australia, two in the ACT and more in Queensland and more in New South Wales. Obviously, I would love to have Community Connectors around the country in in all of the posting locations so that everyone has the opportunity to connect and belong and, you know, then filter to other support networks and have that empowerment and confidence to be able to connect in in other ways in the defence communities. What would you say to other spouses who might be in a location where there isn't yet a community connector and they're kind of thinking, you know what, this would actually be something that would be really good in my location. What would you say to spouses that might be thinking about putting their hand up to be a community connector? I'd say put your hand up straight away. I mean, when I put my hand up to become a connector, there was nobody else in Amberley. I think there was maybe one or two community connectors around Australia at that point in time. So we really didn't know what it looked like or what the rules were going to be or what was going to happen. So it was all very new territory. Um, So you don't know what it's going to be like, but it's really nice because it allows you the ability to connect with those spouses. So just put your hand up. And Karen, what would you say to people that are thinking of putting their hand up? Because obviously you mentioned you went to an event and then you're like, hmm, you know what, I want to be a community connector as well. I guess I'd encourage people to draw on their own experience of what it's like to post to a new location and not know anyone and want to make those connections. I'd also say it doesn't take much time. So from a personal perspective, I don't have hours and hours that I'm required to volunteer to the role either. There's no after hours work. There's no admin. I turn up, I provide conversation, maybe a little bit of humour, and we drink coffee and talk or we have dinner, uh, and it's great. I am literally just a tool for other people to be able to connect. It's not an onerous role. So if it is something that somebody's considering that they would like to do but they're unsure, I would say definitely to reach out to you, Beck, to get more information because personally I thoroughly enjoy it. I look forward to every event I get excited about it like a child because I love the people that I meet. I love meeting new people. I love seeing the connections that are being made, you know, whether it be because someone realises that they both come from a previous posting location and now they're at a new location or, or something. It's fabulous to see personally, but I would definitely encourage people to reach out to you, Beck, to have a chat to you if it's something that they think uh, would be needed in their new location Nine out of 10 defence spouses wish they found out about Defence Bank sooner. Okay, I might have just made that up and they do sponsor my podcast, but I've checked them out and I think they're worth a look just for their banking app alone. It's award-winning and currently has a rating of 4.8 out of 5 in both the app and Google Play Store. It does everything a big bank app does with cool features like fast same-day payments, card alerts and controls, pin change functionality, savings roundup, spend tracker, the list goes on. 
Oh, and if you really want to go to a Defence Bank branch, you can. There are 33 on-base branches across Australia, and with many of their branch staff a defence spouse or partner, you'll be talking to someone who just gets it. Banking as a defence spouse doesn't have to be hard. For more info, visit defencebank.com.au. And also, I guess the great thing that I love about the Community Connectors is the fact that someone might be in a location that doesn't have a Community Connector, but they're posting to a new new location, or maybe they're going on their first posting. And if there is a Community Connector in the location they're going to, that they can potentially be connected with that person before they even post into the location, just to even just know a, a friendly face or, you know, ask what you know, is your advice on this school or what is that suburb like or what are the best suburbs to look out for? Or, But like you said, it's not like you're having to put hours and hours into the role. It really is just acting as that connector for people to be able to make other connections and feel more confident and in their location or before they even get to their location. And also, Beck, I would say, so Soph and I are obviously in the same area too. Even for people who say, oh, well, there's already a connector in the area. There's been times when Soph has been busy and I've stepped in. So I would also say don't be deterred by the fact that there is already a connector because we all know that life happens and you may not necessarily be able to uh, attend an event. If there is more than one connector, it also provides continuity as well. If, you know, Soph gets posted out like she is, I'm here. So you know, it's not like all of a sudden Amberley has a, a no connector. So I would also say don't be discouraged from reaching out to you back to see if there is capability, if you do have a desire to be a connector. Yeah, definitely. And it's not necessarily about having the potential of having, you know, 100 people in the community come along to an event or, you know, 20 people come to a dinner. It's really about connecting the people that need that connection, but it's it doesn't have to be that you have to scope out that there's a huge need. If there's only two people that come along to a dinner, then that's two people that have been connected, Danny. Yep, exactly right. Yeah, having, I think one of the events that I did, there was probably seven of us, I think, including myself. And it really was just about making those connections and allowing friendships to form um, for those who may not live on the patch and therefore unaware of or able to get to other community type events. Um, It's providing that other option. It's providing that other option for another connection. Jess, what would you say to someone who is in the community who's thinking of coming along to a military life connection event, not necessarily someone who might want to be a community connector, but maybe there's spouses on the fence of, oh, I still don't know. I've had that bad experience or, you know, I don't really, I I just cannot be bothered being let down again or not being feeling like I fit in. What would you say to them in regard to, you know, I guess pushing those feelings aside and just taking that step to give it a go? I think the biggest thing, whether it is considering maybe being a connector or going along is everybody's nervous. As a connector for my first event, I was nervous. It's just, it's, it's just natural that if you're going to something, you're putting yourself into a new situation. There's not many of us who can just show up and just not have any nerves at all. So I think recognizing that and going with the fact and saying that, well, okay, everybody's probably feeling a bit like this. Everybody's probably feeling a little bit anxious. Give it a go. Give it a shot. 
I know it's hard when you've had those experiences before. I'd had those experiences before. But I think too, you know, Beck's got the eye for picking people that she knows are going to look after you. You know, I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, the people that you're putting in these roles, you know that they're going to look after everybody. And so come along, give it a try. And, you know, you may not find your BFF, but you may just find that person that, you know, you might have that chat with at the events and that's it. Or it could be somebody that you're calling daily for a bit of a a one-on-one. It just, yeah, I think just give it that opportunity and just recognise that everybody has those reservations at first. Everybody has that little bit of nervousness. And I think after two years of lockdown, if we didn't have a little bit of social anxiety, yeah, I think a lot of us have it now because it's just that getting back into that groove of going out and being social. But yeah, definitely just give it a try. Yeah, definitely. There's definitely a bit of social anxiety that's going on at the moment. And Karen, we've put certain things in place to, I guess, take away those anxieties as much as we can. We, you know, we have them at neutral locations that have enough room for people to have uh, conversations and have menus that everyone are, are going to be able to pick something from. But we also, we have table signs that just say ML catch up. It doesn't identify you as a military spouse or anything like that. It's just so you know that that's your table and you, you know, that anxiety of not knowing which table to walk up to is taken away. And we have the connectors who can come and meet you outside if you need to, or can send you a friendly message before the event, if that's what will help you to be able to come along and connect. Absolutely. I've had uh, spouses say, what are you wearing? I'm out in the car park. And I've walked out to car parks looking for a person I don't know, who obviously is quite nervous and walking in. And then by the end of the brunch, uh, this person had made a connection with two other spouses that were, were at the table. And you could see, I could see throughout the uh, brunch her nervousness, the her body language, she was starting to relax. And it was just because I was able to be flexible enough to go, I'm going to leave everybody at the table for a second. I'm just going to go and grab someone because they're not quite sure. And I, not that I was making a big deal out of it, just uh, everybody else understood because so many other people had felt exactly the same way. I get messages just prior to an event saying, you know, do you know where we're seated just so I know where I'm going? Because people want, they don't, most people don't want to be wandering around looking for a group of people that they don't know. Uh, So we try to make it as easy as possible. So just taking away that little bit of other part of the social anxiety, and that is I'm walking into a room full of people I don't know. And then within you know, a very short period of time, everyone's chatting so freely and so easily. It's just lovely. Yeah, because we all do know that even though we may want to connect and we do want to go along to that event, we sometimes will take any excuse or make any excuse to not go like, oh, well, I don't know where that restaurant is or I don't know where they might be sitting. So, you know, I'm not going to go. So we want to take all of those things away so that the only thing that they have to worry about is what am I going to eat? And Beck, I guess the other thing is it won't be the first time we've been asked, you know, so if people feel like, well, I don't want to ask someone to meet me at the door, you're not the first person who has asked that question you're not the first person who has said well what are you wearing or can you tell me the location I've been asked that so many times it's a very common they're very common questions because people want to have a little bit of 
reassurance that a they're at the right place and they're not going to sit at a table for an 80th birthday party they're actually sitting at a you know table that they're intended to the questions that we get asked uh initially are not the first time we will have heard them yeah and that's exactly why the community connectors are there that's what they're you know that's what they've put their hand up to do it's not asking too much of them to for them to ease your anxiety is it Soph? Yes, I remember my first um, event where I was sitting at a table all by myself going, oh my God, is anyone going to turn up? So we've all been there. We've all been really anxious, but we're happy to do whatever you need to help ease you into it because we've all been there and we all know what it feels like to question whether or not we should be going to an event and whether or not we're going to fit in. We've all been there, um, but it doesn't matter who you are, what you do, everyone belongs. So just come along. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Soph, Karen, Katie, Danny and Jess. You are all amazing people for putting up your hand and volunteering your time to make a difference for Defence Partners by supporting them to connect and belong in our community, the Defence community. And I'm so excited for everyone to connect on the 15th of October. I so hope you were able to relate or take something away from today's episode. There are definite ups and downs to military life, but let's get the conversation happening so we can see that we are all in this together. We are all just doing our best. So until next week, you got this. Let's do this together one day at a time. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this episode has touched you, helped you, or given you that extra confidence to keep going, to continue to hold down the home front, to continue to do all the things, I would so appreciate it if you could pop into Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review, a comment about what you would like to hear more of, or just some encouraging words. If you want to suggest a guest, I am always looking for new people to talk to. You can do that by jumping over to the website www.militarylife.com.au and clicking on our podcast page. I would love to hear from you. 